Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of On the Road with Thorhammer. It's none other but your pal Chris Nay is here. Hope you're all having a wonderful week. Uh, I should address the fact that this is coming out late this week, or depending on when Tim can get to it, maybe an entire week late. But, you know, it is what it is. Even us uh, podcasters get super busy. And, uh, you know, like I said, it is what it is. Thank you for joining me on uh, episode 36-ish. Happy to bring you some new uh, podcast. Uh, last week there was no Thor Hammer practice. We have been a little spotty with practices lately, you know. Stuff gets in the way. But um, I think work schedules kind of changed around a little bit and that's what's been uh, messing with our normal jam schedule but that's alright we'll take them when we can get them Uh, we did uh, meet up and by we I mean the podcast family of uh, Onyx Edge Studios. We had the final get-together party situation at Podcast Overlord Tim's house. Everybody involved in Onyx Edge Studios was there. And we all had a fantastic time just hanging out. I was very surprised that no podcast came out of it, and uh, to some extent, that's why this week's episode is late. If I had done one there, uh, there would have been no problem, but now you're getting it, so, and I never heard any complaints, so I don't know why I'm even worried about it. Which reminds me, I would like to hear from you guys more often in any capacity whatsoever. Feel free to uh, message. But uh, back to the party. A couple of my favorite exchanges. Uh, Jordan and I had a lot of really good conversation. Uh, Especially when we got to talking about how people feel the need to criticize... Uh, MoDOT, which is the Missouri Trans- Department of Transportation. Anytime they mess up uh, putting salt on the roads in the winter or anything like that. And that was an extra hilarious conversation. And also, one person who was there got into a very honest and uh, spirited conversation about how much they 
Lake Butthole. Now, <laughs> I would not recommend this to anyone. I've never done it myself. Uh, but the guy's honesty was refreshing. And I've been friends with him for a very long time. And, you know, there's no way he was lying about it to make a joke. It, it, he was, he's just putting it all out there, you know. And, uh probably a little inebriated definitely had something to do with it but it's nice when people talk about stuff outside of the norm it makes for really hilarious conversation and probably the joke that made me laugh the hardest of the night had to do with Mike farting (laughs) and uh, bravo to you, Mike, for that wonderful joke. Farts are always funny. I don't give a fuck who you are. Farts are always funny. And uh, what else has been going on in Chris Nay's world? Well, Ian Rusnick, former bass player for Thorhammer, and I have been talking about recording drums for a project of his for quite some time now and we were finally able to get together because Thorhammer was not able to get together. We had freed up some time. We had basically all of Lemp to ourselves that day so that was kind of cool. There was no bleed in from other people playing drums in the building or anything like that. And I laid down about drums for about four songs maybe three and a half I don't know one of them was kind of in the works still I've arrived at the library I'll continue this in just a second there will barely be a pause for you at all alright I am back had to uh, stop the library and take care of some business so as I was saying I was uh, recording with Rosnick up at Limp. We got those songs done in a very uh, timely manner. And I was on my way with my day, but I, uh, I should mention that I have posted a trailer, or a, I'm sorry, a uh, teaser for that. Uh, forthcoming record on my personal YouTube page and on my Facebook page. So if you go to either one of those, look for that video, which I thought turned out awesome. I'm uh, consistently surprised and delighted by how awesome we're able to make my drum sound on in a recording environment. Money well spent there. And uh, on both our accounts. He, he bought some great microphones. Uh, mostly Shure, I think, for the toms. And then uh, some condensers and stuff like that. But, you know, Rosnick knows what he's doing. So that recording came out cool. And, of course, yeah, go and check out those videos. I'll be posting more 
I'm not sure if I'll get more uh, recordings with like the full spectrum of everything, every aspect of the band, but you'll at least get my drum portion. So check that stuff out. Very excited about that. It was uh, refreshing to get to record again and to get to catch up with Rosnick because we don't get to hang out as much anymore, obviously, with him not being in Thorhammer anymore. So, moving on from that. Um, I'm still posting... On the subject of YouTube, I'm still posting videos from our last band practice. And those always come out pretty cool. So go and check those out on uh, my personal Facebook as well. And I don't have a lot more in uh, in the music department to share with you guys, but thought I might share some thoughts on some stuff that's been in music news and uh, at this point it's a little over a week old now but I thought I could give some insight in what what I think about these situations that are happening happening right now Um, the Guns N' Roses reunion is a big uh, topic of conversation in heavy metal and hard rock right now really enjoy that first Guns N' Roses record. I think Appetite definitely stands the test of time. And I think back when they were in their prime and they were a gritty hard rock band and they were doing something groundbreaking, it was awesome. And most people didn't think that a Guns N' Roses reunion would ever happen, but alas, when there's money involved, anything can happen. So, they played their first couple of shows, and Axl Rose broke his foot on the first surprise gig, and then uh, then he, he had to sit there for their entire first gig. Well... Turns out him sitting there is better for him singing than him running around. Uh, I actually think him singing uh, and all the the video that has been taken didn't sound that bad. But would I go and pay outrageous amounts of money to see... Him and Slash play the songs again. I honestly don't think that I would. Um, it takes an extra. It, it, I can't really put my finger on exactly why, but there's so, there's some. There's something tangible that's missing once a band like that is old. You know, when they're I guess it's I guess it's because they're old. I guess it's because they uh their music necessitated 
a uh, youth and them playing that shit when they're old, it just doesn't come across the same. And uh, I'm sorry, but I got to give a thumbs down on that one. We got to take another pit stop. I'll return in a second. Well, friends, this is turned out to be a weird episode, huh? <laughs> All this starting and stopping and jumping around topics and thanks for hanging in there. Anyway, so no, I do not think Guns N' Roses should be playing Guns N' Roses music at this age. I know a lot of people didn't get to see him back in the day, including me. Which is another thing I should bring up, is that they originally said they were going to come to St. Louis even after they had that giant riot back in the day. Which, if you're not from around here, you can look into that. But um, They said they were coming, and then when the actual tour dates and venues got announced, they said, nope, nope, we're not. St. Louis is the only date we're not doing. Shouldn't have said that. Sorry. So, all the people that were excited about it can't be excited about it. Because they're never coming here. It's just never, it's not going to happen. Sorry to disappoint. Never going to happen. Uh... Axl Rose, it was also announced, is going to be singing with ACDZ for at least the dates over the summer to, to make up for the dates that Brian Johnson going to do. Um, I am an ACDZ fan. More of the Von Scott era than of the Brian Johnson era. And uh, there has been some video where Axel and Guns were, were playing some ACDC. And they played two of my favorite songs, and I still I still don't think he's going to be able to pull off the entire show and not sound weird. I mean, I get, I get that he's one of the best singers for for rock and roll but it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me I don't I don't if any of you guys listening completely disagree with me I'd like to hear your argument for the other side because I just don't understand maybe I'm not supposed to But I think uh, I think that's all I got for you guys. I know it's been a short and uh, strange episode, but I've been uh, I was gonna do the podcast yesterday, and then shit came up. And I was going to do the podcast on Saturday, but everybody was having a good time and it just didn't seem like the time to do it. 
and I waited till the last. I waited till after the last minute. I waited longer than I ever have to do it. So maybe that reflects in the quality of this episode. If you think this episode sucked, please let me know what I can do to improve on future episodes. Besides the obvious of not waiting until after, after the fact to do it. Regardless, I'm on my way to get some comic books and I'm hoping that uh, makes me feel better. (laughs) I'm hoping that this discovery of new media and furthering myself along in these stories that don't really matter in the big picture of things. I hope they make me feel happy inside. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, I forgot to put a live track at the end of the last episode. So here is another live track from our last show. Enjoy it. This will be the high point, guys. Coming up. Right after this, Tim, roll the beautiful bean footage.